0: All right, folks, the question that I have to ask you today is this, how do you survive during the COVID-19 pandemic? I mean, you have different situations that's coming about due to mandates. You have different businesses that your business may be dependent on if you are a B2B, where folks may not be able to do certain things because they're having problems. And you need to figure out what you need to do to still make yourself viable in probably one of the most chaotic marketplaces that we have experienced in quite some time. Well, if you wanna know my story and more importantly, the takeaways that I'm gonna provide to you guys that actually not only to help me survive during this pandemic, but now has positioned me so that I can thrive moving forward, you're gonna wanna come back with us in just a moment as soon as we pay some bills. Hello and welcome to the Blitz Business Development Show. My name is Mayo Bess, and I'm a business consultant and coach as well as the founder of the Blitz Business Development Academy. This is a show that provides guidance, resources, and access to best practices to help you advertise, manage, and build geometric profits from freelancers and home-based business owners to startups and storefronts. You will learn how to start small as you think and grow big. The Blitz Local Deals Club is a free membership-based app and service that offers consumers the ability to find the best deals, coupons, and savings available in their neighborhoods. This exclusive free membership connects you to the best offers from local pizza and sandwich shops, bars, restaurants, stores, and service-based businesses. Members will even gain access to rewards and loyalty programs, making this the ultimate money savings app on the planet. And the best part is, not only can consumers take advantage of the best deals and discounts, but also help support their local businesses during the COVID-19 pandemic. This is all made possible at the click of a button. So, become a free member and get access to your local deals today. Okay, so... Today's topic is going to be pretty interesting, and I think there's going to be a lot of value that I can possibly part to you guys. Now, I'm going to be transparent, and I'm going to let you know a little bit about a situation that I work with for Client, of course, that I'm not going to give names and things like that, but I will give you the most important aspects of the situation. Back in 2019, right before the pandemic pretty much blew up and changed everything, I was actually in a process of really trying to help a lot of businesses in terms of their education. And in fact, that started around 2017. But around 2019 is when I was working with a client and this was right before the pandemic. Now, One of the things I had discussed with this client and with a lot of businesses since 2017 was the importance to prepare your business for the fourth industrial revolution. Now although we were technically already in the fourth industrial revolution, a lot of small businesses were not acting as though that they were. So what that did for me was cause a lot of alarm. Because the way I saw it was if you understood what was coming down the pipeline. And at that time in 2017, you know, there were a lot of different things that were going to happen in the world as it related to technology. And by 2020 or so is when the World Economic Forum was projecting that we would lose at least 5 million jobs. Now take into account that around this time period, there are a lot of businesses that were closing and shutting and going out of business. And some of them were downsizing and it was crazy. In fact, it was very chaotic in terms of how many businesses were shutting down. And a lot of it had to do with those businesses not being able to adapt to a lot of the demands of e-commerce and how business was changing and had already changed. And it was very interesting to watch what was happening during that period because when you did the research, you could find out that digital transformations for companies were failing largely due to the fact that. People were not able to simply adapt. And 70% of digital transformation initiatives were, you know, going to the wayside and not basically working because, you know, anywhere from people in the C-suite to lower and middle management not able to adapt to these new technologies that they needed to implement. And it wasn't that they couldn't afford them. It wasn't that, honestly, I don't think it was so much that people couldn't make the adjustment as much as they did not want to and it really kind of illuminated this whole idea that humans have such a very difficult time of change and we are living in a time now where you literally must adapt or die and it's funny because i actually titled my presentation that i would give on the fourth industrial revolution at that time, I I titled it adapt or die. Now at the time I was actually only talking about, you know, business. And now we're at a point where that same notion, that same terminology can be applied to the pandemic. Now without going down too much of a crazy road about that, I wanna kind of segue into the story of what happened with me and this client around 2019 okay now long story short this client had a store really nice store great-looking store but the more I, I delve into the business and started to pull back the layers I started seeing a lot of problems and in business a lot of times you can't see past what you don't understand and something that may look like a problem to you is not necessarily what the root of the problem is. So, you know, this is a difficult situation because a lot of time dealing with business owners, what you find out is how emotionally connected that they are to the things that they do and the business that they've created and even some of their ideas and concepts And one of the things that you have to do to be successful as a business owner is that you have to be able to detach from some of those things and disassociate your personal feelings from business decisions (laughs) that may need to take place in order for you to make the changes that you want to make. So this particular business owner did not want to do certain things. Okay. I won't even say what those things were. They didn't want to do certain things and I tried everything I could to help them make the transition. Ultimately what happened was the business owner decide to do something totally different from what I was proposing to do. And because I had known this person a little bit, you know, beyond just a business capacity, I really, and they paid me as well. I didn't want to disappoint them. Right. So I went along with what they asked me to do and, you know, lo and behold, out of nowhere, COVID-19 happens. Long story short, we end up pretty much going our separate ways before the person end up closing down their store. Now, the reality was her business, like most businesses could have actually survived, I believe, the pandemic had. They already basically done the same type of practices that they would have needed to do to survive the fourth industrial revolution and all of the changes that that was basically, you know, incurring and imposing onto these industries. So if you were any type of a business in the last 10 years and you dealt with, you know, any type of commerce, if you were not online, If you did not have a segment of your business that was set up to operate independent of your storefront, if you had one, then you probably suffered during this pandemic because the things that you used to could rely on, like foot traffic, were dying. And had businesses had those things in place, they would have had at least a much better chance of surviving. So what it came down to was diversification. And that's actually what I was trying to get this business owner to do and that's not something that they wanted to do so it situation ended where she got upset with me because I didn't do what she wanted to do okay now this is a little interesting we're gonna actually talk about this um, in today's show this was not a good situation for me i'd never ever had this happen with me with a client and it was really kind of like kind of down for a minute that was actually the last client i had for that year and i really shut things down because it got into a point to where i felt honestly like what businesses needed at that time was more than what i could honestly offer in terms of Uh, consultation because they needed more than consultation they needed hardcore deliverables that they could take action on to turn things around right then and there and as a coach or as a consultant i did not necessarily have access to those things however i did have access to the information but the problem was is that i think a lot of businesses didn't have time for anecdotes they needed whoever had the solutions so that didn't give me a place at that time. And I saw, for me, I felt I needed to adapt, like the businesses that I was training to adapt, and I needed to adapt now. So what you're gonna learn from me today is really what I did to really kind of get things back on track. And so, for some of you, let me say this, it may be that depending on what your business is, You may have to pivot. You may have to do something different. I can't say whether or not you do or you don't. However, you know, things have changed and they're not going back. (laughs) There's going to be a new normal, whether or not we like it or not, and that is going to have dynamics that's going to affect your business. Now, some of you may not need to do that. You just might need to innovate. You just might need to make some subtle changes and you'll be fine but you have to decide where you are. But today I'm gonna give you what I think are some valuable takeaways to really consider and use for your business moving forward, all right? So, with that said guys, I wanted to tell you that story because I really wanted to give you some backdrop as to why I'm doing this episode the way that I'm doing it and what we're gonna be talking about. I don't want you to think I just made these things up. I actually, Practice and actually did every last thing that's on this list of things. I'm going to give you guys Okay, so with that said let's get started with number one. Okay, which is this? You need to evaluate all the challenges of your customers folks. This is a time when You are going to need to look at the problems that your clients or your customers are having and you're going to really need to pay attention to what is happening to them now this could vary if you're uh, in a b2b business where you're dealing with other businesses and that's who you're servicing you know that's going to of course matter and then it still matters if you have customers now you have if you have customers and you sell products You're going to still want to pay attention to what I'm telling you because you need to pay attention to the challenges of your customers. Okay. All right. We're not going to spend any more time on number one. Let's go to number two. You must really listen to them guys. You've got to really listen to folks. If you're not used to being an active listener, well, it's time to learn. You need to really listen to what their problems, listen to what their frustrations are, You really need to listen to how these problems are affecting them, how they're affecting their lives. How are they reacting and sharing their emotions with you about those problems? Okay. And what other areas of their life are those problems affecting? Really listen, really listen. And this is so, so, so important because That information that they may provide for you can literally be game-changing, okay? This, believe it or not, brings me to number three. If you haven't done this, it's time to become more relational versus transactional, okay? Which is the perfect segue from listening to them and being authentic in terms of you actively trying to understand where they're coming from. All right. It is time to take more of a relational approach in your business. Now more than I think ever, we need to really be honing in on building relationships with our customers and clients. Not only is this something that we probably should have already been doing anyway, if you haven't been doing that, but It's something that if you do this, you know, you're going to get so much more out of your business. Could be you're going to get more personally, more emotionally, psychologically, and there's definitely some bottom line implications, meaning you're going to possibly make more money. And this can definitely lend in itself being a factor in your lifetime value. Of your customers okay and why does this matter because number one these relationships that you build with your customers and clients are gonna help you to go deeper with them and being more valuable okay this is definitely a time where you want to be definitely really kind of conscious of your value proposition and the value that you bring to the table with a client. And people aren't stupid. They're no less intelligent than you are. They're able to tell when you're being fake and you're being phony and you're not being authentic. And this is why listening to them is going to be so important because if you listen to them, you won't have to basically create some facade, you don't have to be fake or phony, because anything that you're suggesting to them should come out of what they have expressed to you, okay, is their problem, right, now, the other reason why you want to do this is because, you know, transactional-based businesses, they can do well, but businesses who leave their mark, on their customers in a positive way of course they end up making more money have customers for longer have more customer loyalty you know they have more customer retention and in the long run with certain type of customers you end up making far more money because they refer you they stay longer themselves there's just a ton of benefits some seen and some may be unseen some tangible and some maybe not so much but if nothing else folks you'll get more fulfillment out of being this way okay but there's a ton of benefits to being more relational so number four now this is where <laughs> i have to roll my sleeves up on this one because Let me just give you number four. Determine what they feel the problem is. Okay, now, this is connected to listening. And I'm going somewhere with this, so bear with me. You need to really understand the problem as they see it. Okay? The problem as they see it. Notice I didn't say as you see it. But you need to see the problem as they see it. It's going to be really important that you listen to them. And I... I want to be clear. The reason why this is important, guys, is because when businesses are struggling and they're dealing with certain things or certain issues, especially now where, you know, you don't really necessarily always know what people have at stake by them being in business. And if they go out of business, what the implications of that may mean, you may not always know how much that business means to them. And I'm saying that to you because you may be dealing with someone who is highly emotional at the time that you're talking to them. They may be hypersensitive to any criticism, to any, anything that's negative. And sometimes that can happen when people have a lot at stake, you know, they don't necessarily have the ability to always hear what could be good advice could be what exactly they need to hear to solve the problem even. But we aren't talking about a situation where things are rational. Um, We're talking about a situation where things are volatile and people's emotions are on a billion. And so their perception of their problems are going to be filtered through those emotions, then through their business. And then they're going to communicate that to you as the problem. Hope I'm being clear about that. Or this may not happen, but this can happen. I just want you to be prepared for that in terms of your customers. Now, that brings us to number five, which is determine what you think the problem is. You see, this is important because while they may be possibly emotional or maybe unable to see things as clear as they need to be you need to basically fix your mindset and fix yourself so that you are able to see through to the problem for what it actually is and you may find that it is not what they think it is because in fairness to them They're seeing the the problem through an emotion-filtered lens, whereas you have the benefit of being outside of the frame, looking into their picture. And to be fair to, to, you know, the other side of the coin here, listen, guys, and this goes for all of us and myself, including you, it's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame okay it's just hard to see the picture in your the, in the frame now listen you know if you've ever been in a situation where it's easy for you to solve somebody else's problems because you can see them so clearly like you don't have any of the emotional attachment that's exactly what i'm talking about yet when you put yourself in a situation and it could be the same situation you're unable to see any of what you saw <laughs> for the other person That's exactly what I'm talking about here, okay? So you wanna make sure that you are looking, not through a a lens of emotion, but through a lens of, yes, understanding of where they are emotionally, but you need to keep your business hat on because that's why you're there. You're there to be that eye that they need when they need it. And now it's your job to really see through or pass or I say without the emotion and see the problem for what it is and that can possibly be difficult if you allow yourself to get kind of caught up you know and giving them what they want and we'll get to that in a second so that brings us to number six guys decide if you have the ability within your competency skill set And resources to provide a solution that will solve their problem because you may find that the very thing that they need I mean need not want is the very thing that you don't do or your product does not address or your service cannot cover all right and You should stand on your integrity at this point. If you do not have the capacity or do not have the ability to service them in that area, you should let them know that. Okay. You have to let them know that you've sort of reached the limitations of what you're capable of, but in, you know, your highest recommendation as a professional and what you do, this is what you are recommending. Now, you may think, well, why would I do that? (laughs) Because, you know, I'm going to lose the sale over this. Number one, they're going to appreciate you. And this is what I mean by being relational. By being relational, it means you're building a relationship. And if you want that relationship to be built off of trust, it means that sometimes you may have to... You know, recommend things to them that you don't do, or recommend recommend those folks to, you know, people or places or other solutions that may better fit what they honestly really need in order to fix their business. Okay, and that may not mean you, but it will come back to you. Trust me on that. It will come back to you, and they will thank you and they will appreciate you for you being honest. Okay, now. With that said, don't be afraid, this is number seven guys, don't be afraid to learn, unlearn, and relearn what you need to know to adapt. Don't be afraid of that. See this component right here guys, this is what the fourth industrial revolution and adapting to it is all about. I cannot tell you guys how many skills I've had to build on and just really honestly start from scratch as a business consultant. Yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a second generation entrepreneur. Yeah, I've got a lot of experience. But at the same time, a lot of that experience and a lot of those you know, things that I've done that exposed me to business. A lot of the things that I learned at one point, they were not enough. In fact, even for these last two years, I've had to make a lot of pivots and changes. I no longer promote pro- paradigm coaching anymore. I actually now have <laughs> a advertising agency combined with a business development company. So I completely pivoted and I'm not doing any of the stuff that I used to do in the way that I'm doing it now. And a a lot of that, if not all of it, to be honest, is a result of me making the adaptations that I've needed to make to be able to move forward with business. Based off of my acumen, based off of my skill sets and my experience. Now, this is going to differ as to what this means for you. Um, You're going to have to decide for yourself, you know, what you're willing to learn or unlearn and relearn. That's going to be up to you. But what I want to impart to you right now is whatever it is, don't be afraid of change, guys. Do not be afraid of learning something new. Okay, now, what I recommend is that if you're going to make a pivot and start adding on new skills, my best recommendation about that would be to try to add on skills that sort of build off of what you already are doing. I would not recommend trying to start completely from scratch with a brand new skill set that's not building upon something that you can already do. Okay? I would say add to what you're doing, you know, and I'll try to give you an example here. You know, if let's just say you're a carpenter and you're able to um, build houses, right? And you're good with, you know, putting up frames and so forth. Well, your adaptation and the skills that you may want to add to what you do is you might want to add learning about 3d printing okay for construction they've got some phenomenal machines out there now that can now 3d print homes okay now i was going to say at first you know you might want to learn about electrical and yes you could and you would be in a good space if you did to be honest even learning about plumbing but i can tell you right now those types of jobs are eventually going to be switched out for something that's automated. I mean, honestly, the way that they're building a lot of these homes, they're getting to the point where they're able to build in some of the rough in aspects of those builds as this relates to construction, at least. So you got to be careful about what you choose to go into and what you choose to do. Cause I'm really big on people not going into businesses of yesterday that are not going to be around tomorrow so this is why you really 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 want to start learning about the fourth industrial revolution guys you got to start understanding about this technology and where things are and where they are going now i have a course about this this course is actually free um and what i just may do in fact I want you to send me an email if you're interested in that course. I'm not going to put it in the show notes. um, But what I will do for those that are interested, please reach out to me, you know, and just let me know that you're interested in taking the course. My contact information will be at the bottom of the show notes. So you need to download the episode possibly to get that. And once you do that, okay, I'll actually respond back to you and I'll provide you with free access to my Fourth Industrial Revolution course. Okay, so moving on guys with that said That brings us to number eight Now this is a good one is the solution that you can provide The solution that they need or the solution that they want this is very important because you're going to be possibly dealing with somebody that is like i said they may be extremely emotional and they be re- maybe really looking at their problem through the lens of their issue not necessarily the issue of the problem or the cause of the problem i should say that may render them incapable of really honestly seeing very clearly as to what they really need to do versus what they want to do based off of their perception of the problem okay if that's the case, and what they want, or they think they want, to use to solve the problem, it's different than what they need. You're gonna have an issue, okay? Um, which really brings us to number nine, which is be aware. That if they want a solution that is not what you have determined they need, you may have a hard time getting them to agree to it. Now, this is where your integrity is going to come into play. And this is where I can honestly tell you that it wasn't about integrity as much as in my case. It was more so they've already paid me and I'm going to try and please them and I shouldn't have done that my what I should have done is I should have probably just I don't know tried to give them their money back which they did ask for but at the time that they asked for me to give them their money back it was too 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 late the money was spent and I couldn't pay them back because it was actually at the end of the arrangement and so You know, given the fact that the people had had me go in a direction that I didn't choose to go in and that I didn't recommend, you know, and this happened sort of last minute. I was like, okay. well, and this is also my 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 friend. I wanted to make sure that I did everything I could to give them what they wanted. And the mistake I made is that. I should have done I should have done that. I should have when I look back at that mistake. What I really should have done is said, listen, I'll put you on a payment plan and I'll pay you back, but I'm going to need to, to stop at this point because where you want me to take you is not where I can take you. So it was a big lesson for me. It was a big mistake for me and on my part from a professional perspective. And I allowed my emotions to kind of get in the way of what I really should have done business wise because at the end of the day, folks, you need to make sure that, you know, you're doing what's really best for not just yourself, but really before your client. And in my case, you know, as much as I was trying to get the client to do something totally different and go in the direction that I wanted to go in, which is basically to make these adaptations, they wanted something totally different. And it, it, I, I, lost my ability to be able to serve them in the way that I was equipped for and wanted it to. But I tried to fit myself into that situation. You know, it was good intention, but the outcome actually ended up being horrible. So you don't want to do that to yourself. You don't want to do that to your clients. If your clients are asking you for a product or solution, and it's taking you out of the scope of what you do, and you can't serve them anymore. Stop! Don't because just cause, just because they want something doesn't mean it's what they really need. And you're gonna have a hard time sometimes giving folks what they what they really need because what they want, as far as they're concerned, is in being interpreted as their need. And because they may be you know really hypersensitive or hyper emotional at that point, they may have a hard time hearing you. So if that's the case, guys, you definitely want to position yourself to do what's right and what's best for both yourself and really your client or your customer. Okay. Refer them to somebody else, you know, and I will say this too. Another mistake that I made in this situation is I'm not a quitter and I don't like to quit anything. And to me, the way I was perceiving that situation was, wait a minute, you know, this sounds a lot like quitting and I don't quit. And I, I wanna work this out and figure this out. We're gonna keep working until we find a solution. <laughs> that was me actually in my own personal feelings, you know, and being injected into the situation. And at the end of the day, although I don't think it's any wrong with not being a quitter, at the same time, you have to be able to recognize when you're really just starting to go in a completely different direction than the customer or client wants to go in. And at the end of the day, they basically are paying you. And you have to, you know, you have to know when to hold them, when to phone them, when to walk away, know when to run, don't couch count your buddy that's for those that don't know I'm kind of dating myself here but that's an old Kenny Rogers song but it's a great song that I apply to business quite a bit these days but with that said hey listen guys um, that's so important okay Um, at this point you know I've learned from that lesson for sure I, I don't even work with folks in the same way that I used to anymore from that one situation and you know I decided that, you know, the, a lot of the things that I wanted to provide solutions to that client, I couldn't provide at that time. I kind of ran into some walls, some of the things that they needed. And honestly, I felt that other businesses needed that were in similar situations to her. I wanted to put myself in a position to where, Hey, I could be that guy too, that yes, this is what these companies need. And I felt like my anecdotal approach. This wasn't enough anymore and i always want to be effective to my clients that situation caused me to rebuild a, an entire new business and adapt to what i have now which is called paradigm to digital um a completely different company um and it's a completely different business model but you know we'll get into that another time but i just want you guys to you know take away from this what you can so we're going to go to our final one and this is number 10 and it's funny because you know what i just said really speaks to number 10 which is innovate 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 always be innovating you know and don't be afraid to innovate don't be afraid to tackle a problem with new solutions okay don't be afraid to Trust yourselves that you have within you the ability to create new approaches, new frameworks, new methodologies and philosophies to fix problems. You know, as humans, we've been doing this for thousands of years. And if Elon Musk can do it, if Bill Gates can do it, okay, if Jeff Bezos can do it, and by do it, what I mean is if they can come up with solutions to problems, So can you in your own right, in your own industry, in your own business. And I've got to say to you of all of the things that I've given you guys on this list, this one is probably one of the most important as it relates to you being able to thrive in this pandemic coming up with new solutions to problems that really, honestly, folks, we didn't have before. That's where your genius zone may be. That's where your millions may lie. Believe it or not, it's in solving these simple problems that people may have as a result of this situation. And remember, if you can solve this problem for one person, then why can't you solve it for 10, maybe 20? Maybe 50, 100, maybe a million. And that's how you scale yourself. Always remember, guys, you want to solve bigger and bigger problems for your customers and clients. The bigger problems that you solve and the bigger problems that you learn how to solve on scale is how you will get to your riches. That's how you will will have the best chance of building your wealth through your business, at least. Is to solving bigger problems. So everything on this list, guys, I'm telling you right now, it's literally everything that I've had to do myself. And this is how I've created a company that I now have. This is how I've been starting to see an enormous amount of success while we're still in this pandemic. Okay. I did all of these things in this pandemic and there's been a lot of lessons learned. And as I just shared with you guys and was a little transparent about my mistakes and some of the things that I didn't do right, um, I want you to learn from that. I want you to use that, okay? Um, and I want to be clear because I said something earlier about integrity. At the time, for me, my integrity was to not quit. That was a part of my integrity. Don't quit. My my integrity was was telling me to listen all right, you can't control what she decides she wants to do, but you gotta hang in there with this and fight and see that was my re- relational side of me kicking in that we're gonna fight this thing and I'm gonna see you across this finish line even if I don't agree with what you're having us do I'm gonna keep working with you and maybe in the hopes that you will give me a shot at coming thing coming back around to my way of thinking folks you can't do all that what I what I <laughs> What I ended up doing is not what I would do now in the same situation, but we all have to learn our lessons and we all have to learn the balance too, between this whole being relational and being overly emotionally connected to the situation to where you kind of give up some of your business savvy. That was a mistake I made too. So there's a couple things that I did that I would not do for going forward. So with that said, guys, um, that's it. Innovate, innovate, innovate. For number ten, guys, um, it will change your business and the trajectory of your your life if you're approaching your business in that way. So that's it, guys. Um, take care, please. God bless. And I'm looking forward. So looking forward to this year. Um, coming up in our next season. It's no longer going to be just, you know, you and I, I'm not going to be boring you guys anymore with giving you these top 10s in this way. Um, we're going to switch it up. All right. And we're going to be definitely having a lot more interviews with other business owners and you're going to get their perspectives and you're going to get a lot of the takeaways that they can bring to the table from all different types of industries. Guys, I've been meeting some phenomenal folks and I'm excited about our second season because I think you guys are going to get more value out of it and you're going to learn more and have access to more. All right got some big things coming up in 2022 and i'm looking forward to meeting you guys hopefully in person and eventually maybe even having you on the show so feel free of as always guys to reach out to me you can find my contact information in the show notes i'm at mayo best at paradigm to digital.com. and i'll be sure to get back in contact with you all right guys so that's it for this episode see you next time take care god bless bye-bye